Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Left block favors, guarded by his old friend Paul Millsap, drop steps, beats him to the rack, and dunks. It's locked on Jazz the 21st of July. Lineup flexibility, ability to do multiple things at one time. It's all coming up as we break down the versatile Jazz roster today. Plus, we look around the league and a huge deal being done with Twitter. What does it mean? It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. And today's edition of Locked on Jazz is brought to you by Devin Cash Equity Real Estate. Devin wants you to get a full experience of the Utah Jazz this year by getting two jazz-free season tickets when you help him buy or sell your home. Call him at 801-759-1495. It's also brought to you by the Utah Jazz and a fabulous trip to Mexico if you buy season tickets. More details on that coming up on Locked on Jazz today. We're actually coming to you still from Palm Springs, but heading back. Uh, should be on a regular schedule here for about a week. And then August, I'm going to change things up a little bit, probably go once a week, uh, get you interviews with jazz people about what they think about the season, give you a little little staples of what's going on. I uh, got a fun one today on just kind of the lineup versatility that's been built. Rob Mahoney wrote a great piece at Sports Illustrated about what the jazz have done. They sure We sure have gotten a lot of pub on the national end for the moves uh, this year. But Rob wrote a great piece on SI. If you have not read it, I would strongly suggest uh, grabbing it. Uh, this is Locked on Jazz. Thank you very much for subscribing on iTunes or whatever podcatcher you use. And the five stars are much, much, much appreciated uh, along the way. A lot of great stuff on the Locked on Podcast Network today. Uh, Locked on Magic has done a really nice job breaking down their roster on Western Conference teams. Um uh, Locked on Lakers had some interesting things on Julius Randle and what Greg Popovich had to say uh, about him. Uh, Locked on Thunder had a nice guest, ESPN the Magazine's Jordan Brenner talked this week. That's a good interview uh, if you want to catch that. If you have not uh, heard Locked on Clippers, DJ Foster is hysterical. And then uh, we all love Kevin Pelton, Locked On Blazers, July 20th edition, has Kevin Pelton on. So make sure you grab uh, a hold of some of these other Locked On podcasts. Hope you like it. Locked On NFL is coming. We've signed up the Saints and the Raiders so far uh, for you. And hopefully I have new uh, continual developments coming for all you NFL fans as well. But let's get into today's edition of Locked On Jazz with our usual pins across the world. All right, I have been doing a lot of old pins across the world, but I want to do a recent one. So 
remember, you can email me at dlock at 09 at gmail.com. My name is Joshua Johnson. Well, no, not mine, but the guy who's writing me. Uh, you can put a pin in late in Utah. I've been listening to Tip Off ever since the beginning and have a longtime jazz fan growing up playing junior jazz. One of my earliest memories of the jazz was the 88 playoff series against the Lakers. And one of my favorite rarely mentioned games is the Bulls game where the jazz are down seven with 40 seconds left. And then Blue Edwards picks MJ's pocket, cuts it to five. The game ends on Stockton's three-quarter court run to a layup with about three seconds left to complete the comeback. As you say, this has become a community where it's more about sports. A friend had been trying to introduce me to Hamilton while I like plays and musical. I didn't take the time. Then during last season, you mentioned one of your tip-offs from New York, how fabulous it was. So I listened. I'm hooked. I introduced it to my soon-to-be 14-year-old son, and he was hooked. I'm a single father. My passions are sports and my son. My son doesn't like sports, so we've never connected on that, but we connected on Hamilton. That's an awesome story. I love that. That's so great. I um, made my kids listen to Hamilton on the drive to school one day. They didn't think as much of it. As, as yours did. Uh, fast forward today, two nights ago, July 6th, my son and I were back in Richard Rogers Theater for one of Lynn Manuel's final performances. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? How cool is that? Felt the same rush I'm sure my dad felt taking me uh, to my first jazz game and some of those things. Thanks. Uh, that's a great story. Josh, thank you so much. I love the fact that every now and then our community stretches beyond the basketball world, and that is incredible, and Hamilton is just through the roof. Amazing. I think, uh, not to give a free plug, uh, but I think people probably know by now the new Eccles Theater will have Hamilton coming, and so uh, probably the only way you get those tickets is you buy uh, season tickets. All right, let's get to our tip-off story of the day. Uh, One of the main pieces that Rob Mahoney had in what he talked about in SI was the incredible versatility of the Jazz, and what he talked about in that piece was how the Jazz, you know, Joe Johnson's almost a little bit of a the older version of Rodney Hood. And George Hill is the older version of Dante Exum. And Boris Diaw is really the older version of Trey Lyles. And so this roster, as it goes 8 and 9 and 10 deep, is going to be able to kind of mimic each other and have uh, a whole personality of different sty- players but similar styles in what they're doing. I think what gets interesting is when you start to dig into the numbers here a little bit. And so what I mean by that is, and I'm going to use synergy. I don't, I, I I love synergy for the work they've done. Um, they're incredible. I do think that sometimes some of these numbers are, uh, get a little, uh, well, if, if Gordon Hayward runs a pick and roll and penetrates, brings the defense, kicks to Rodney Hood for a, for a shot and Rodney Hood hits it, it gets Rodney Hood as a spot up. It doesn't give Gordon any credit for the pass. It just when a the only way synergy counts things is when the possession finishes in their hand. The new stats view stuff is next level stuff. I don't have all of that. Um and ESPN does and we don't and uh, I haven't gotten a hold of it yet. Um I'll try to see what I can do. And so there's a there's a flaw here but somehow but but if we just take to kind of start the game that the Jazz are going to open games, and I, I think the likelihood is that George Hill starts for the for the time being. Um, I may be wrong on that. Maybe Dante starts. But let's go with the George Hill in his free agent year, Dante coming back softly. Uh, George Hill starts with Rodney Hood and Gordon Hayward. And George Hill is probably a better player than Dante Exum right now, too, having Dante played once in two three years and George Hill being the veteran that he is. So if, if you just go with that for a second, just in that lineup alone, we're a pick and roll base team. So you have Rodney hood 
pick and roll. He's ranked at 77th percentile according to Synergy in the pick and roll. Gordon Hayward is ranked in 64th percentile uh, in the pick and roll. George Hill was 54% last year, but remember Monte Ellis becomes the primary ball handler. If you go to the year prior, George Hill is 88th percentile in the NBA. So, And what I mean by percentile, so if, if you're in the 88th percentile, of pick and roll, that means there's only 12% of the guys in the league that are actually better than you at how you finish a possession on the pick and roll. So if you suddenly have Rodney Hood at 77%, Gordon Hayward at 64%, and you have George Hill somewhere, let's just be, instead of being optimistic at 88%, let's just put him in the middle of those two numbers at 70%, well, you're really strong. Now, okay, let's say George Hill is running that, pick and roll and I've now got Rodney Hood spotting up at 82 percentile as a spot up shooter I've got Gordon Hayward at 62 percent as a spot up shooter and by the way Hayward's numbers are all going to go up now that there are guys that are out on the floor uh, who can do it George Hill let's say Hayward's running the pick and roll George Hill is an 85 percentile spot up shooter and a 96 percent spot up shooter the year prior I mean George Hill two years ago was one of the best spot was arguably the best spot-up shooter in the entire NBA. It's worth noting who they're replacing. And I don't want to bag on anyone here. But pick-and-roll ball handler, Howell Neto was a 20 percentile effectiveness if he kept the ball in the pick-and-roll. Shelvin Mack was 27 percentile when he keeps it on the pick-and-roll. Joe Ingles is 13 percentile. Chris Johnson is 17. Trey Burke was actually pretty good. He doesn't pass off it very much, but he... And that was always a weakness of his inability to get other people. But he actually, this is why he's going to be fine in Washington. And he's going to have an NBA career. He's figured out how to score on that. He was actually pretty good on that last year. The spot-up guys, Neto was great. Neto was a great spot-up shooter last year. He was at 79 percentile. But to some extent, you've got somebody better in the services of George Hill. Uh, Chris Johnson, and we'll get to that, was an eighth percentile in the NBA on spot-up shooting. Shelvin Mack was 57 percentile. And this is, well, Shelvin Mack was with Utah, not including his Atlanta numbers. Uh, well, Trevor Booker, who's going to be replaced on some of this, was 14th percentile in spot-up shooting. All right, so there's the first one. Just the basic starting lineup. You're running the pick-and-roll. You're doing this. And now, uh, you know, it's probably worth mentioning also just a little bit. Your role man is Derek Favors, who's 73 percentile if he gets the ball in the roll. Gobert is 68 percentile if he gets the ball in the roll. Okay, before we make our first sub, let's mention our sponsor today, Devin Cash of Equity Real Estate. Devin Cash has been a great sponsor of Locked On Jazz. I couldn't thank him enough. And he's done fabulous things for Locked On Jazz listeners. Uh, in fact, Charity and Ryan said we're so happy that Devin was our realtor, both in purchasing our new home and selling our old home. Devin's knowledge experience helped reduce the worry in a sometimes stressful situation. His tireless hard work, kindness in every interaction made him uh, made us feel fully supported every step of the way. All right, if, if if you're looking to buy or sell the home, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to get a free market analysis to help determine your home value. So Devin will do that for you. You've got to know what you're playing with. So call Devin at 801-759-1495. That's 801-759-1495 and have him do that. Now, if you're a first-time home buyer, Devin loves to work with you. He views his job really 
as the real estate with a heart of a teacher, never wanting his clients to feel uncomfortable in any situation, uh, loves working with first-time home buyers because he can guide them through what at times can be a stressful process. You're never dealing with secretaries, receptionists, coordinators. He's never rushing his clients into deals. It is all Devin Cash, one-on-one, with you, making you feel comfortable throughout the situation. He really, and if you buy a house with Devin, he's going to talk some hoops with you, but he's also going to give you two Jazz season tickets for the upcoming season. So give Devin a call, 801-759-1495, 801-759-1495. But let's say the first sub is Joe Johnson. Is Joe Johnson coming in the game for Gordon Hayward? Is he coming in the game for Rodney Hood? Is he coming in the game for Derek Favors? Is he coming in the game for Rudy Gobert? This is the incredible part of the roster the Jazz have built. If Joe Johnson is our first substitution, he can come in for four of the five guys that are on the floor at that moment. That's stunning. And then let's play around with what Joe Johnson brings. Now, Joe Johnson's numbers are a little skewy to look at, or screwy to look at, because they're skewed by, I think, his role. I like that new word. I think I should go with that. Skewy. Skewy means that the data that you're looking at has been skewed by something. I like that. So his numbers are skewy. It's a new locked-on jazz word. In Miami, he was brilliant. In Brooklyn, he was awful. He's at 40,000 career minutes. He can't lead a team any longer. There's just too much to ask him to do that. So you go to Brooklyn two years ago, or you go to Miami half season, and the sample sizes are a little screwy. But Joe Johnson was 78 percentile pick and roll player last year when he did the pick and roll, and 64% the year before. So if he comes in for Hood Hayward, you lose nothing. If he comes in for Favors or Gobert, you've now added a fourth pick and roll guy. As a spot-up shooter, Joe Johnson last year in Miami was in the 81st percentile. In the Brooklyn the year prior, he was 86th percentile. Okay, so now all of a sudden, I've got Gordon Hayward running a pick-and-roll. And I have spot-up shooters on the floor of George Hill, who two years ago was the best spot-up shooter in the league. Rodney Hood at the 82nd percentile in spot-up shooting, and George Hill somewhere around the 84th percentile in spot-up shooting. Who are, and I'm running off a Favors or Gobert pick, and I'm Gordon Hayward, who are you leaving? And Gordon can dish. Who are you leaving? And that's when I would guess that Gordon Hayward's pick-and-roll number, the one number that we don't love on Gordon Hayward's pick-and-roll, was at 17% of the time Gordon Hayward ran a pick-and-roll, and it ended in his hands, he turned it over. By the way, last year, Howell Neto, 29%, 30% of the time he ran a pick-and-roll that ended in his hands, and he didn't, he turned it over. Shelvin Mack, when he ran a pick-and-roll, it ended in his hands, 23% of the time he turned it over. That's now George Hill. That's an incredible change. So your next substitution can be Alec Burks, who actually is a fabulous spot-up shooter. And Alec Burks can come in for Rodney Hood or Gordon Hayward. And Alec Burks last year, as a spot-up shooter, was in the 83rd percentile. And now 
And by the way, Joe Ingles, who's out of this rotation, was the 94th percentile. So when someone gets hurt and Joe Ingles comes in, you lose a little versatility and some of the playmaking, some of the athleticism, but he's one of the best shooters, particularly if you put him in the corner. All right, now let's let's keep playing along. Our next substitution is Boris Diaw. I don't know. Are you suddenly really small with Diaw and Johnson and Hood and Hayward and Exum now checks in? And you're 6'6 six, six across the board and only 6'9? Trey Lyles comes into the game. You have this incredible verse. Favor slides over to play the four, and Trey Lyles checks in now for Rodney Hood or Gordon Hayward, and Joe Johnson slides to the two, three. Alec Burks comes in, slides to the two, and Exum comes in, and now I have Exum, and I have Burks, and I have Johnson, and I have Trey Lyles, and I have Derek Favors as my five because Rudy's getting a break now. Do I still have the capability of doing all of these things? And the answer is pretty close to yes. Because Dante, we still we don't really know. But Alec Burks, we just talked about. And on a, as a pick-and-roll ball handler, Alec is 63 percentile. Joe Johnson, we talked about, as a good pick-and-roll guy at 78 percentile. And Trey Lyles, we're actually going to try to develop that skill out of him. Last year, he only did it seven times all year. But you saw in the summer league, they're putting the ball in his hands all of a sudden to try to do that uh, with him. And Dante will be interesting to see how he develops and how he works uh, with that. But you then still have the spot-up shooting. If Boris Diaw is in, Boris last year was a 55 percentile spot-up shooter. Not brilliant, but above average. And his shooting really is only average. He's not a knockdown dead-eye shooter. He's a very good passer and a good ball handler for a big. And you've got this incredible Trey Burke, excuse me, Trey Lyles spot-up shooting last year is only 47th percentile, but I think we all all know uh, and have seen the incredible growth that he's having, so that's going to be above average. And now with that lineup, you suddenly have this same capability of having versatility, numerous different lineups, guys doing different things. The, the flip side, the, the other thing that gets really interesting in here with Diaw and Joe Johnson is the two of them are very good post-up players. And this isn't really a game where you play post-up anymore, but if Diaw or Johnson, who are both good post-up players, are in the are playing back to the basket, they're also good passers. And if you've spread them out with, as we've been talking about, George Hill at 85% as a spot-up shooter, Rodney Hood, 82nd, not 82nd percentile, Gordon Hayward, 62nd percentile, you know, and whatever other combinations you're having out there, now all of a sudden, and, me, and Joe Johnson as an 83 percentile spot-up shooter, you suddenly have this this lineup that becomes very, very difficult. If you put Diaw in the post with four shooters, he's big, he's burly, he's putting that back, that cheeseburger backside on you and rolling through him, eating cheeseburgers in France, so whatever you want to call it. But he he's, he's going to work there. And this is an area where this Jazz team has a versatility and an ability that they – that we just haven't seen. Quinn's not been able to play around with it. And it, it, it's remarkable. We can just start building out lineups that have different aspects to them in so many manners. And as I've said before, what I like most about this lineup is 11, 12, and 13. That if somebody gets hurt and Neto or Mack is, your ba- is now your backup point guard, Joe Ingles is now your backup wing, or Jeff Withey is now your backup center, or if Trey Lyles or Derek Favors gets hurt, Boris Diaz now your backup power forward. I, 
you're, you're not dropping off a tremendous amount. It's really, th- this is what's exciting to me. So I want to dig into that. You can see the versatility. I thought Rob Mahoney did a nice job. I thought I'd number uh, dig into that as well. By the way, Jazz season tickets for the 16-17 season are on sale now. 44 games. Upper bowl tickets start at $6 per game. Lower bowl tickets start at $42 a game. Uh, you get the best seat locations, access to exclusive events. And this is pretty incredible. You get an eight-day, seven-night stay in Mexico if you buy season tickets. Uh, Vivante of Resorts putting that on for you. Uh, airfare is not included in that. But eight-day, seven-night stay in Mexico. Upper Bowl starting at $6. Lower Bowl starting at $42. It's going to be obviously an exciting season. Visit utahjazz.com or call 801-355-DUNK. If a whole season ticket is too much for you, I got it. I'm with you. Uh, partial season tickets are on sale as well. Uh, those are... Uh, half and quarter ticket packages are available. Flexible way to experience the excitement of the Utah Jazz. The half season plan includes 22 games, the quarter is 11. So call 355 Dunk. Talk to the nice people over there. Tell them that you got it on Locked On Jazz so that they love me. Let's check, let's jump into the rest of the NBA a little bit here. Uh, the last of the free agents are out there. Uh, Dion Waiters, uh, has getting no play. Maybe Brooklyn, maybe Philadelphia. The Thunder have, uh, turned him into a free agent. Mo Harkless has no deal. I don't think he's going to get a deal. I think he's going to go back for the uh, qualifying offer. You're, you're, if you can find a Jeff Withy right now, it is awesome. It is truly, truly awesome if you can find uh, Jeff Withy uh, to uh, come over here uh, and sign at some point along the way. That would be a fabulous type player, right? So who is this guy? Uh, and possibility, and our roster is pretty full, right? Uh, if you've got the Hill, Exum, Neto, Mack is four point guards, Hood and Burks with Hayward, Ingles, Johnson and Ingles, that's already nine of your roster spots. And then you've got Favors, Lyles, Gobert, Dia, Withy, and Plice. That you're until you move someone, that we're done. Uh, one guy I do like is Alan Anderson. He's old, 35 years old. He's been around. He's a good physical defender. Uh, we probably don't have a guy out there that can just go beat you up a little bit. Uh, I think Anderson, if I remember correctly, is 34, 35 years old. Uh, he played for Washington last year, got hurt. Uh, I, that's an interesting player to me. I really would like his mix uh, to the Jazz right now. Uh, he's not, you know, he. it's just... You're looking for that guy at the end of the bench who signs as a Jeff Withy type deal. Uh, Anderson is a guy who's been around. Uh, he's had a, he had a tough time making the league. He's he's played 44 D League games in his career. He uh, played at Michigan State. And uh, if, if you don't know his story, he kind of started in Charlotte in 05, 06, 06, 07. And then he went to Italy and went to Croatia, went to Russia, went to Israel, and he played D-League and then went to Spain. And then since, he's kind of found a way into the league. And he's nothing. He's not a wow factor. He's a 35%, 34% career three-point shooter. And he's not going to beat you one-on-one. He's only a 41. He's, but if I had him as an ex, another wing, oh, I think that would be awesome. I think that would be great. 
Uh, he just he knows how to play. He's a vet. Uh, I haven't done you know background on him. I don't think he's a bad dude in any way, shape, or form. He's played in a few playoff series. I'd have to check what his relationship with Joe Johnson is. They were on the same team in Brooklyn, um, and you know if they combine well, do a little research on that. Uh, but that's a guy that I would be a little curious to see if he's available as a Michigan State dude. He's tough. We just don't, you know, we've got physicality. I don't think we have anybody who's tough. Uh, right now, so I would love to see uh, that kind of an addition, uh, and he might be too expensive. A lot of love for Brandon Ingram out there right now, and from everything I've seen on Ingram, it's right. The question is just whether he can gain weight or not. That's going to be the only question that makes Brandon Ingram uh, great. And final thing today, really, really interesting uh, NBA Twitter deal out there that they will be airing uh, NBA uh, pregame shows on Twitter and on Periscope and Vine. Uh, it might be good for me, by the way. I've been restricted in what I can do on Periscope and Vine uh, because of an NBA element of things. So this might be uh, breaking open that a little bit. Uh, the 22 million followers to the NBA, their site's pretty good. But, they, yeah, they'll do live programming to Twitter, Vine, and Periscope this year. And uh, major videos of major events like the NBA Finals, All-Star Weekend, player question and answers. And they will deliver a free live stream weekly pregame show on Twitter next season as part of the expanded uh, content partnership with social media sites. So uh, look for expanded, maybe a little expanded, Locked On Sports as well. So follow me on Twitter at that if this is if this is popping the cap off that and allowing me to do more of that kind of stuff. All right, that is today's edition of Tip Off. Thank you to Devin Cash, Equity Real Estate, for sponsoring today's edition. Let Devin help you with your next real estate investment. Other Locked On Jazz people have done so and really enjoyed uh, the experience with Devin. His number, again, is 801-759-1495, 801-759-1495. And remember, two jazz-free season tickets when you buy or sell a home with Devin, call for details, 801-759-1495. That is Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.